introduce you to the Wrestling With Life podcast. Wrestling fam, happy freaking new year, you guys. It is 2024. I hope that you are coming off of a really, really fun, 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 fun New Year's weekend. I actually celebrated last night. I'm recording this on New Year's Day. So I celebrated last night with some of my best friends in the world. And looking around that room, I couldn't help but feel so grateful for the people around me, the people in my corner. And those were the people who were by my side, most of them, this past year. And so today, reflecting on last night, I'm like, damn, I just feel very, very, very grateful. Y'all, I'm feeling very reflective, and I hope you guys are too. I think it's very natural as the new year comes around to kind of sit and look back and think about the past year. And so that's what we're going to do today. Today we're going to give you, today I'm going to give you the biggest lesson that 2023 taught me. I'm going to talk to you about how I started 2023 versus how I've ended it and how I'm coming into 2024 some really crazy mindset shifts that I've made that have really changed my freaking life. I'm going to talk about how we become what we believe. That's really the biggest lesson that I've learned, spoiler alert, in this last year. And I also want to talk to you about my New Year's resolutions, which are actually just the biggest goals that I have for 2024. And I'm also going to give you some stats. You know how Spotify Wrapped gives you a little rundown at the end of the year of how you listened, what artists you listened to, how many minutes, all that kind of stuff. Well, I figured we're going to do that for Wrestling With Life. I want to tell you my stats, like downloads, followers, minutes edited, how it's going so far, my average rating, etc. I just want to give you some stats because I love numbers and I'm such a marketing person. So <laughs> we're going to do a little Wrestling With Life wrapped at the end too. But yeah, this episode is going to be all about what I have learned in the last year. And before I get into it, I don't know if you can tell, but just a little FYI, we've upgraded, baby. I am recording on some brand spanking new, beautiful equipment. I feel official as shit. I have a mic with a pop filter in front of me that is just sitting here as I speak, and I have headphones, and I can hear what I'm saying. And now I sound a little bit more radio sexy, a little bit more loud in tune, less background noise some higher quality audio because do you know what to be honest when I first started the podcast I didn't want to pour a bunch of money into it because I wasn't sure where it would go or what it would be and what it's been for me these last five months has been literally life-changing you guys know this lights me up you know this is a huge passion project for me it has given me purpose in a deeper way it has helped me to articulate myself better, to become a better speaker, to really get in touch with myself and my own feelings. And my creativity has just skyrocketed. Like my creative juices are flowing like freaking crazy because of this podcast. And anyways, I'm rambling, but I got this equipment because it's an investment that I want to make. And this podcast isn't going anywhere anytime soon. We are just getting started, baby. And I have some big goals for 2024 with the podcast specifically. So Yes, we've upgraded. I'm bougie now. I was literally recording on like $25 little Amazon mics <laughs> from my cell phone. Like they would plug into my phone where the charger would go in. And then I was recording in my voice notes app before this. So we've come a long way in five months and we've upgraded and there's nothing wrong with humble beginnings. And honestly, <laughs> that's just me. That's just so my style is to just kind of like wing it and just 
throw myself into things without fully baking out the idea and without fully like knowing what the heck I'm doing and just figuring it out as I go. And here we are. That's what we're doing. So we got new equipment. We got some great hot piping tea and life lessons to talk about today. So let's get into it, y'all. So let me just talk to you real quick about how I went into 2023. If you guys have been following the podcast for a while, you know that I was down bad in the freaking trenches a year ago. You know, I was fresh out of a long-term relationship and my self-esteem was in the shitter. <laughs> like, For a lack of better words, for a lack of stating that more eloquently, I did not like myself a year ago. When I looked in the mirror, I genuinely just knew I could do so much better. I knew that I was playing small. I knew that I wasn't being honest with myself about how I wanted to live. And I was kind of in a position where I was just afraid to fully be myself. Like, y'all, I'm a weirdo. I'm so freaking weird. And I was holding that back so much. But not only am I a weirdo, I am powerful. I am confident. I have so many creative ideas and... I just didn't even realize my power at that time. So I was holding back my true power. I was holding back my weird, authentic self. I was holding back my potential. And like the only person in my way was me. I was making incredibly, incredibly poor choices for my life. And this is not to judge anybody who is in a period of their life that looks like this right now. But what I was doing at the time is I was going to my nine to five job. I was coming home, I was watching Netflix, I was door dashing, making really poor financial decisions, I wasn't working out, I didn't have healthy routines, I was on my phone a ton, and I was just in a really, really dark place, and I didn't like myself, I didn't like how my physical appearance looked, I didn't like how my mental health felt, and more than anything, I just, I knew, <laughs> I knew I could do better. I was really ashamed to feel deeply, like to let myself feel my emotions, not only in front of other people, but even behind closed doors. Like there was a period of time where I was just so incredibly numb to the world. I wasn't feeling my emotions. I wasn't being honest with anybody else in my life about the emotions that I was feeling. And I just hid. I hid how I was feeling. I was risk averse. I wasn't putting myself out there. I wasn't being vulnerable at all. I wasn't putting myself in any positions to fail because I was extremely afraid of failure. So I would have never started a podcast a year ago. I would have never put myself out there. I recently pitched a promotion to my boss at my job. Probably would never have done that a year ago. I spent the last year house hunting and making crazy offers on properties. Probably wouldn't have done that a year ago. So all this to say, how I started a year ago is not where I'm ending in 2024. And I just want to talk to you guys about like some things that I've learned and some mindset shifts that I've made in this last year and how I've gotten to where I am now. And I really hope that you can kind of take my story and listen to the things that I've gone through. And if you resonate with anything, kind of pick and choose what applies to your life and maybe how you could get some inspo if you are in any of the same position that I was in a year ago. So I told you already, 
I really think the theme of the last year for me has been you become what you believe. And that's a quote by my girl, Oprah Winfrey. She's a badass powerhouse, dude. We all know Oprah has always been just very vulnerable. And whether you like her or you hate her, you can't disagree that the woman has power. She has influence and she backs herself. And this whole quote of you become what you believe it just it's so true because your thoughts dictate your life. There's a passage in the Bible. I looked it up before this, Proverbs 4:23. Be careful what you think because your thoughts run your life. Bruh, if that isn't the freaking truth. If you've ever heard of the law of attraction, it really correlates with this kind of same vibe. So Energy flows where attention goes. So if you have positive thinking, positive attitude, you will reap positive rewards. And same thing, if you have a negative attitude and negative thinking, you are going to reap negative outcomes. And this isn't to say, let's be toxically positive and let's just ignore when bad things are happening and pretend everything is sunshine and rainbows and we're all in Mamby Pamby land having chocolate milkshakes and <laughs> what am I even saying? I don't know. It's not positive thinking in terms of let's just ignore the fact that things feel really shitty sometimes. It's positive thinking in that, you know what? Yeah, I had a shitty day but that doesn't mean I have a shitty life. And so I'm going to feel my emotions as they come and I'm going to let them happen, but then I'm not going to let them destroy me and dictate my life and tomorrow will be a new day. You know what I mean? So this whole you become what you believe, it really means that you have to start showing up as who you want to be. So you have to show up as if you've already achieved or earned whatever it is that you desire. You can tell yourself that you love yourself until you're blue in the face, but if your actions and the way that you show up doesn't support that, like if you're making really shitty decisions for your life, if you're not fueling your body with healthy foods, if you're not taking care of your body and exercising, if you're not taking care of your mental and checking yourself and putting your thoughts on trial, if you're not actively doing things like tangible things that you can point to and be like, here are the things that I am doing to support the claim that I'm making that I love myself. If you don't have those tangible things, then your words mean nothing, right? So when we're talking about this positive thinking, when we're talking about manifesting, you can say whatever shit that you want, but if you don't start showing up like that and you don't actually support what you're claiming and what you're speaking for yourself, then it doesn't freaking matter. It's really, really easy to tell yourself that you're ugly, that you can't achieve your goals, that you're not worthy, that you're not enough because you don't have to do anything to support those beliefs. It is by doing nothing and by not taking action that you reinforce and support those beliefs, right? So that's why it's so much harder to get the outcomes that you want because you actually have to take action, right, to get those things. When you do start taking action and when you do start showing up for yourself, you will start to build trust within yourself. Think about if somebody told you 10 days in a row that they're going to meet you at the gym and every single day when you show up for those 10 days, they never come. Are you going to believe that they'll be there on the 11th day? No, because they've done nothing to prove to you that they're actually going to show up. And it's the same thing when you do this with yourself. If you promise yourself, oh, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. And then you get to tomorrow and you're like, oh, I'll go to the gym the next day. And you just keep pushing it off and you keep lying to yourself and you keep making promises that you don't intend to keep. 
You don't trust yourself. You don't back yourself. This ruins your relationship with your intuition, with your ability to know what is and isn't good for you, to know when you need to remove yourself from situations. It basically kind of makes you feel like a joke to yourself. And that's not really the nicest way to say it, but you you don't build any sort of rapport with yourself. You don't have credibility, right? So when you want to claim these things, when you want to say, I am beautiful, that means you walk into the room like you're a badass bitch and you have that energy. Beauty is not something that is there or not. It is energy. Like I have seen mid people who have the most confident energy that makes them so freaking magnetic and attractive. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, if you want to believe that you're beautiful, show up like you're a badass bitch. If you want to be successful, know that success is coming your way and it's only a matter of time before it does. And right now you're just putting in the work to get there. You're not rushing. You're not begging. You're not chasing. You know it's inevitable and you're just waiting on it to arrive, baby. You're just waiting for your time to shine, for those things to fall in your lap, just like you always have believed they will. In genuinely having this energy, showing up as if you already have everything that you want, that is actually how those things will come. But again, if your actions do not support the things that you want to attract, you won't. So let's talk about some really big habit shifts and actions that I had to change to start showing up in the way that I wanted to, to correlate with the vision that I had for myself. So I told you, I was questioning my faith. I had low self-esteem. I was afraid to be my full self. I was risk averse. I didn't trust myself. I was making bad decisions. I had no boundaries. I was ashamed to feel deeply and I was punishing myself for my mistakes. That's how I went into the last year. And that's who I believed I was. So the vision that I had to create for myself to get away from that was the opposite of those things. So going into 2024, how I genuinely feel about myself going into the new year and what I had to visualize for myself to get there is that I have deep gratitude for everything in my life. I have an incredibly clear vision of who I am and where I am going. I fully trust myself and my intuition to tell me when something's off, when something doesn't feel right. I have incredibly, incredibly healthy boundaries. I embrace my flaws and take ownership of my mistakes rather than pretending like they don't exist or trying to hide them or trying to blame other people. I am vulnerable. I believe failure is necessary. I advocate for myself. I am dedicated to a growth mindset. And I believe that I have everything that I already desire. So I'm showing up as her baby. And okay, you're probably saying, yeah, night and day, Emily, those are two completely different things. They are. They're opposite of each other. How did you do that in a year? And disclaimer here, guys. This is not a perfect science and this is not a 100% success rate where I feel like this all the time and I show up like this every single day. No, and you won't either. And here are the things that I changed to get to that mindset, okay? So I remember the first thing that my therapist had me do. One of the very first things she had me do in therapy was to write down a list of my convictions. So I had a lot of confusion around what were my convictions as in how did I genuinely want to show up in life? How did I genuinely want to live? What kind of decisions were within my integrity? Who did I want to be? And I literally sat down and wrote out a list of those things because I was really confused about 
what I really wanted versus what I thought I should want. What did I really want versus what did I think my parents wanted for me? How was I raised to want to show up in life? How did the church that raised me want me to live my life or preach to me that I should live my life? And what other influences were there in my life that were also feeding me messages of what I quote unquote should want versus what did I actually want? And I don't think a lot of us actually stop and ask ourselves this question. So to give you some examples, I had to sit there and write out the kind of healthy relationships that I wanted in my life. What did a healthy relationship look like for me with friendships, with romantic relationships, with my family? What kind of relationship, what kind of dynamic did I want? What kind of choices and habits did I want to have? How did I want to start and end my day? And what did I want to spend my time doing? What did I want my legacy to be? Like when I am six feet deep at the end of my life, what do I want my legacy to be here when I'm gone, right? So this is just a few examples, but do this, sit down and write your convictions in literally every area of your life. So your relationships, your career goals, the hobbies and small ways that you spend your time. What is true to you? What is within your integrity? Who do you want to be? And get really granular with this and cut out the noise of the world and other influences because you can't look to other people to tell you what you want. And when you do that, you will find yourself doing things because of how it looks, not because of how it feels. Uh, that is a nugget of wisdom that I need you to hear and to walk away with today, okay? When you start paying attention to your motivation behind things, why you're doing what you're doing, why you're making the choices that you're making, your life is going to freaking change, y'all. So many people, I am convinced, will live lives where they are riddled in debt, like living so far out of their means because it looks a certain way. Or they speak a certain way and dress a certain way because it gives them a certain reputation or makes people think certain things about them. Or they date certain people because of how that person makes them look in society. Maybe they have wealth or status or they can give them certain social connections that they want. And so they're using that person to make them look a certain way. So many people, and myself included, I bought into this for a very long time will literally do things because of how it looks to other people and for what it will get them in terms of society, in terms of status, in terms of how other people perceive them, even though it feels like absolute shit on the inside. There are people who are riddled in debt but have million-dollar homes and are wearing the most expensive, nicest clothes because of how it looks. There are people who show up and people-please and gas up and suck up to everyone around them because they think it will make people like them and they are dying on the inside. They are hurting so bad on the inside and they hate themselves on the inside. Seriously, like question your motivation behind why you're doing what you're doing. Are you dating the person that you're dating because it looks good or do you genuinely love them and want to build a relationship with them? Are you posting the things that you're posting on social media because it's a genuine reflection of your life and how you feel and what you want and your dreams and your goals? Is it expression or are you posting what you're posting to look a certain way? 
get really honest about your convictions and check in with yourself about how you really actually feel about things and stop doing things because of how they look and do them because of how they feel, because they feel genuine to you, because they are in your integrity. I could rant forever about this because I genuinely believe that this is a core issue in our society and I bought into it for such a long time. I just wanted everyone else to think I was confident and happy and had friends, etc. I didn't care about if that was actually true. I cared about how it looked. And when I lived in that way, it was so self-destructive. It was the biggest lie to the world and to myself. And so if you find yourself in that position, this is really the biggest way I think that you can go from being a really, really low placed version of yourself to actually living in an authentic way. So first thing I did, got really real with my convictions. I also needed to set boundaries in so many freaking ways. And that wasn't just with other people. That was with the habits that I did myself. I told you I used to come home, watch Netflix and not work out, not hold myself to any sort of routine or schedule. And that's a pretty accurate, I think, representation of what depression looks like for a lot of people, especially in our modern day digital world, right? So I really, really had to set limits with both my cell phone and the TV. So it kind of got to the point where like I was binge watching Love Island. So embarrassing. But yeah, that's my my trashy reality TV that I love so much. And I had to really get honest with myself about like I'm sitting here watching four or five episodes of a show a night. That's like four hours of TV, guys. And so that was like all my free time in the evenings after I came home from work. And I was like, is this really how I want to spend my time? Like, what else could I be doing with my time? And so I had to I had to really limit myself. And now I don't do TV on the weeknights. I don't do that at all. I've cut it out completely. And going zero to 100, I don't really know if that can work for everybody. Maybe you need to start phasing yourself out if this is a problem for you. But I basically just told myself, no, we're not going to do TV during the weeknights. But that was just a boundary that I had to set for myself. I also had to do this with my phone. This is really helpful with iPhones, at least. I don't know if you can do this on Android and Google. Go into your settings and click on screen time. If you are someone who is on your phone a lot, this is going to be really hard to look at. When I was down bad, I was probably up there with like six, seven, eight hours of screen time a day. And this is going to look different for everybody, depending on what you use your phone for. If you use it for work, it's going to be higher. I had to use my phone for work at the time, so it was a lot higher. But get really honest with how much you're using your phone. That is a really good way to not be able to make excuses and be like, holy shit, I'm on my phone for eight hours a day. And the good news is that if you have an iPhone, again, I don't know if you can do this with Google or Android, but you can set limits around how much you're on your phone. You can literally limit on an app per app basis. So for me, I was spending a lot of time on social media. So I limited myself to one hour a day of social media. But be honest with yourself about how much time you actually want to be spending on your phone, on video games, on whatever digital thing that is sucking you in and eating up a lot of your time. And this is going to look different for everybody. And what's healthy to you is probably different than what's healthy to me. And that's totally fine. But seriously, setting those limits on your phone, that is a really, really key step into taking your your mental health from a really low place into a really good place. So that was the number two thing. 
Number three shift that I made is intuitive eating and drinking lots of water. I don't know if anybody else struggles with eating healthy or binge eating. I really do. Especially when I'm in a low place, it's so easy for me to eat a lot of junk. So when I say intuitive eating, that's like whenever I start to feel full and satisfied, I stop eating. And that might sound really obvious, but I think I used to eat really fast. Like I used to just sit there and like pound food. (laughs) And that was, it's really bad for your body. So intuitive eating, eating healthy and drinking lots of water, that has really helped me to slow down. So intuitive eating, you eat slower, you're mindful. Like when you start feeling full, you, you stop eating, you kind of chill a little bit even if there's food on your plate drink some water slow down and really like notice when you feel full and stop that's also something that's really really helped me and the water thing like that's just so good for your body great rule of thumb in general is to drink a shit ton of water I think it's like it's like your weight in half is how many ounces of water that you should be drinking a day so if you weigh like 120 pounds you should be drinking 60 ounces of water a day it's something like that that's what I try to do I'm not good at it every day but I do have an emotional support water bottle that I carry around with me everywhere and it makes a huge difference like I I really notice when I don't drink water that my physical feels like shit and then my mental feels like shit the two are so correlated so that was the number three thing Number four thing, you guys already know I'm going to say this, journaling and therapy. You already know I'm going to recommend therapy to anybody. If it's affordable to you, if you can look into therapy, do it. I was in therapy for 10 months and it changed my freaking life, guys. And it will really help you to kind of support all of these other changes that you're making in your life. Journaling is also really, really amazing. You can look back at old journal entries and kind of compare the progress that you're making. It also helps you to write out your your feelings and your thoughts and process through things. Sometimes I will look back at a journal entry and be blown away that that even came out of my mind. It helps bring things into your consciousness that maybe you're not even fully aware that you're feeling. So it just helps you to know yourself deeper. It helps you to check in with how you're feeling. And then it helps you to make changes based off of that. The fifth one is tapping into creativity. Do not underestimate how powerful it is to be creative, like to take something from an idea to a final product and to see that happen before your eyes. There is something so magical and so powerful about that. I obviously have this podcast for my creative outlet, but it's kind of also snowball affected into other means of creativity and other outlets for me too. So I like to mess around on the piano. I can't read sheet music or anything, but I can memorize melodies and play them. And that's something I did as a kid growing up. And so getting back into that has just been really cool. I also like to chef it up in the kitchen every now and again. I think cooking and baking and creating in that way is an art in of itself. And that's a creative expression outlet. You can be so creative with food and meals and put your own little spins on different things. I also love to craft. I love painting. I love doodling and drawing. Those are just other really fun ways to take something again from an idea to a final product. When you tap into your creativity, it's expression. It's allowing you to get things that are in your mind out. That's really what it is. And it kind of snowballs into other areas of your life too. Like you get so used to expressing in that way. It can help with vulnerability. It can help with your mental health. I think the list can kind of go on, but find any way that you can be creative. Find something that you enjoy that allows you to release that creative energy. It could look so different. It could come out in so many different forms. 
but that's a huge freaking shift that I made as well. And I think some of the other life lessons that I've recorded on the podcast, you can go back through, look at all the other life lessons that I've recorded. Those also are just big things that I've learned, big mindset shifts and changes that I've made in my life that I've taken away from the last year that have also helped me to go from how I went into 2023 to how I went into 2024. But truly, guys, it really comes back to that law of attraction thing to show up as if you've already achieved and earned whatever it is that you desire. All of these habits and all of these shifts that I made, they were not true to the wounded version of myself, okay? I did not believe that I was worthy of living in this way before. It seemed like a lot of unnecessary steps that I felt like I didn't have time for and that I wasn't willing to do. Like I didn't want to put the hard work in at the time because I just didn't feel worthy of it. Like I was like, what's the point? Like, am I ever going to get to the end of this? Am I ever going to stop feeling this way? Like I was almost just stuck. When you're in a low place, it's really, really hard to find that motivation to start making these changes. So just do baby steps, guys. Start with your convictions. Look at how you're living versus how you want to live and start making comparisons and identify what needs to change to get there. And be easy on yourself. As always, these are not this is not an overnight process. And I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I am in no means the best version of myself right now that I will ever be. No, we're only going up from here, baby. And that's how it is for you, too. We need to have a progress over perfection mindset and any small way that you can start working towards a better you do it. When you are positive and you are focusing on the good in your life and you are in a mindset of gratitude and you are showing up as if you already have everything that you want, that you're visualizing who you want to be, your actions, the way that you treat yourself, the way that you talk to yourself, it all falls in alignment with that. And the last thing that I really want to say on this note is that your ability to achieve every single thing that you want in your life, to be the person that you want to be, is directly correlated with your willingness to experience the opposite of that. So saving money, you're going to feel really, really broke while you're saving money, but that's going to make you rich. And when you set boundaries, you're going to feel really, really freaking lonely, but that's going to lead to healthier relationships. Confronting your trauma is going to make you feel freaking broken, but it's going to heal you. Working out is going to make you feel weak while it's actually making you stronger. And you're going to feel really freaking dumb while you're learning new things, but it's going to make you more intelligent. So you have to be willing to experience those feelings of loneliness and brokenness and weakness and feeling dumb. You're going to have to be willing to feel those things if you want to get the opposite outcome, right? That's a major freaking truth bomb. The Lord was channeling his words through me just then. So I want to pivot now to my New Year's resolutions, which are really just my big goals for 2024. And the first one is all about this podcast, baby. My goal is to be able to monetize this podcast by the end of 2024 through sponsorships and merch and social media. And I have really cool news. We are about 30% of the way there. So there's a certain amount of listeners that you need every month to be able to monetize. And we are 30% of the way there in just five months. How freaking cool is that? Shout out to you guys, wrestling fam. Shout out to everyone who keeps coming back and listening to episodes. It means the goddamn world. And I appreciate you. And I love you so much. Thank you so much for your support. Because of you, I am really, really close to making this podcast 
you know, be able to be something that supports me, which is really freaking cool. So that's a huge goal that I have. Another goal that I have is to get a raise and a promotion at my nine to five. I mentioned earlier that I pitched that to my boss. We will see what happens in the new year. I have my fingers crossed. I think it looks good, but we'll see. Number three, I want to travel a shit ton again. This past year, I took 16 trips, some by flight, some road trip, some for work, some for pleasure, some to visit family and friends, some just to experience a new city. And yeah, 16 trips, that's going to be really tough to beat. But this was the year of traveling for me. This was the year of living out of a suitcase and catching flights. And I want to have another year of that again, because it was freaking awesome. It was so cool. So that's number three. And finally, number four is a goal around my faith. So I told you I was really struggling with my faith a year ago. And when I look back at 2023, I can't help but just see God all over the past year. In my relationships, in my achievements, in how I feel about myself, I'm absolutely freaking convinced that I could never again doubt my God. I could never again wrestle with my faith in the same way that I did and question if there is a God or if that God really loves me or if he's a Christian God or whatever I was questioning before. When I really look back at the last year and how he has changed my life and how he has shown up for me how he has answered prayers, how he has delivered. I am just in awe and I can't believe I ever doubted him. And so my goal with my faith this year is to really get active in a new church. I have really struggled to find a church that resonates with my heart. So a prayer that I have for myself is that God will bring a really amazing church community into my life that will help my faith grow. And I also just want to be more deliberate about spending time with him. You know, normally when I talk to God, it's at the end of the day when my head hits the pillow. I really want to start my morning out with him. I want to sit in prayer before my day. I want to sit in the quiet and talk to him about my feelings, talk to him about my thoughts, my goals, my dreams, talk to him about what I'm thankful for. I want to talk to him about freaking everything. And I haven't been. So that's a goal that I have for the new year. So we got podcast goals, job goals, travel goals, and faith goals. I hope that you also are thinking about your goals and thinking about what you want to achieve in the new year. I can't recommend goal setting enough. Okay, guys, how I want to close out today is giving you Wrestling With Life's 2023 wrapped, baby. We accomplished some really cool freaking things in just five months. So as of January 1st, 2024, Wrestling With Life had 2,774 episode downloads. 2,060 Instagram and TikTok followers, 604 minutes were recorded and edited in podcasts, 22 episodes were published, seven of my TikToks and Reels went viral, as in they had 10,000 or more views. One actually got over 400,000, which was really freaking cool. I've never gone viral like that before. 5.0 stars was my average rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Two episodes were guest episodes, so we had two guests on the pod. And the very last stat, we have one host who is absolutely overwhelmed with gratitude. You guys, I love being on this mic. You know it's my passion. You know it lights me up. Thank you for being here. The podcast would not be possible without you. 
If you would like to support the podcast in any way, you can give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Wrestling With Life Pod. Please leave me a review if you haven't. Just take a second right now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, and leave me a review. That really helps the podcast grow and come up and search more. Share this episode with a friend if it resonated with you. My name is M. Led, and I am your Wrestling With Life host. I am so thankful for you guys. I am so excited for the new year. I'm so excited to see what will happen with the podcast in my personal and professional life. And I'm so excited for you guys to see what happens for you and how you grow and to hear the life lessons that you learn as well. So let's get out there. Let's grab life by the freaking balls. Let's RKO the shit out of life. Let's keep wrestling with life. And let's become what we believe. And let's believe that we are everything we've always wanted to be. Over and out, guys. Bye. (laughs) 